0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network.
1: MyMac Podcast 544. Aperture and iPhoto dead.
2: You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome everyone to a very delayed My Mac Podcast five forty four. Even though we're recording it early.
0: <laughs>
2: hey, guys. Good evening. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. We were going to actually start because uh, this is Saturday, February fourteenth. Happy Valentine's Day to you know anyone that that celebrates Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah, my, my wife's actually quite happy that I'm up here recording rather than trying to woo her.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, my wife has come up with, like, all new ways to prevent the woo-ness. <laughs> you know, she, she's very creative that way. And... woo Woo-less, Yeah, or, or woo less is that what that yeah, would be? Yeah, woo-lility. Woo, woo-lility. Yeah, her woo Sometimes it's quite low, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, and I don't want to talk about that. I really, really don't want to talk about it because it's so depressing. <laughs> it's so depressing. Uh, anyway, uh, on a happier note, on a happier oh, note, um, I've, I was talking last week with James and I, I mentioned, uh, you know that, that i'm i'm in the process of writing this book called the old is the, man is the, and it, the lion is that
1: is that james from woodpad.co.uk
2: my god i think it is james Excellent. turner of woodpad.co.uk fame and and the funny thing is his
1: name's turner
2: and he's a chippy that's interesting isn't
1: it i, I wonder if his you know his family's is, got a, a... what's a chippy ah uh, uh, sorry a a, a carpenter Oh, we, okay. That's an—it's a nickname for a carpenter, so or somebody who works with wood. Yeah, well. as as did Mister
2: Turner. And so, and you know we could turn that into a joke about our wives, but no, we're not we're not going to. <laughs> I don't
1: know how you'd get there, but anyway, sorry. Yeah, well, the American
2: audience would get that, and they're, right now they're going, "Oh, you naughty, naughty boy." <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's, let's talk about your um, the book. Uh, book. Okay, yeah. so. Uh, for like the last year and a half, I've been, uh, you you know, I, I love to write and I've been writing this story in, you know, when I have time and I'm probably close to being halfway finished with it, but I wanted to find out what the actual publishing, you know, e-publishing experience was like. So I took an older story that I had created from like way, way back 2000, 2001 called the Maltese cube. And polished it up a little bit. It's already been published a couple times. Um, it, it's, it's, if you look in the archives of MyMac.com, it's probably there, the old version of it. Uh, if you're a member of the Washington Apple Pie, it was in some of the journals from, from way, way, way back then. But it was a complete story. So I polished it up a little bit and started to go through the process of submitting it to Amazon into the, you know, the Kindle, I think it's Kindle direct publishing or something like that. And it was, it was a snap. It so, so easy. You know, you just send them either a, a PDF. They don't particularly like PDFs, but they'll accept them or uh, an EPUB file fill out a little bit of tax work. Cause of course, if you're going to sell something, you have to pay taxes on it and you're all done. And I figured, Oh, that's great. Now I'll do the same thing in the iBookstore. <sighs>
1: <laughs> I love your sigh. We really, ought, we really ought to have a soundboard clip of your sigh. Yeah, we really
2: yeah. Well, it, it 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 was not as easy trying to get it into the iBookstore. Uh, besides all the tax I information, don't, I
1: don't, I don't believe you.
2: Uh, honestly, look up the the process. It's it's so convoluted. Um, you start off in, they have, there's a free program and actually it's going to be my pick this week. It's called iBooks author. And, uh, this is where you kind of set the book up with chapters and all the rest of that. And it sets up because basically an ebook is a lot like a, uh, an HTML file. And there are, you know, clicks and links and pointers that go to different parts of the book, how, you know, depending on how you have it set up. So I did all that. And I went to submit it to Apple, and Apple's like, well, you don't have an iTunes Connect account. And it was like, ah, damn it. So I, I go over to uh, Apple.com, and I start looking, and, and I'm in the section with iTunes. And it's like, oh, I, I guess I, I'm like an, an app developer, so I have to sign up for an app developer account. So I did. And no, I didn't need to be an app developer, and I didn't need to pay $99, and I had to call them later. And they they were nice enough to refund me that ninety nine dollars, but then I still didn't have an iTunes Connect account, and, and I finally got all that straightened up. You had just you know the tax information, and, and you know I just it's a it's a nightmare. Set all that up, but every single time I would try to upload it from um, uh, iBooks Author, it goes from iBooks Author to iTunes publisher. Now this is all still on your computer. You haven't even gotten over to the Apple side yet. So you go from iBooks publisher to, um, sorry, uh, iBooks author to iTunes publisher. And then it's, it's iTunes publisher that kind of packages it the way that Apple wants it when you actually send it over to them. But that wasn't working either because I hadn't been yet approved <laughs> over in iTunes connect. And I and I'll keep trying it over and over and over again, and nothing is working, and I'm getting frustrated. And finally, I get an email like three or four days later saying, okay, now you're, you've been accepted into iTunes Connect. It's like, well, can I, can, just, could you have like told me that at the beginning? Did, did you have to make me like jump through all these hoops and wonder what the hell was going on? And then you don't, you don't tell me. You just say – it just says like processing or something. I mean it's, it's really not clear. So that's finally done and it, guy, it yeah guy to me
1: ah oh, I can't believe it What happened Ah oh, one of my soundboard the the perfect soundboard clip for that has just not worked <laughs> Which oh, one? I'm so I'm so disappointed Which one know. was it It's couldn't be simpler
2: Oh 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 wow yeah that would have been great
1: <laughs> Isn't it great Isn't it great in fact, none of my soundboards are now working. Huh, that's, a well, bit, uh, oh. uh, that's a bit of a pain, actually, have because you and I'll, t- I'll tell you why that's a pain. Because I have a, oh, uh, uh, what is going on here then? Anyway, we'll fix that out in the second break. Let's carry on.
2: Okay. So <clears throat> uh, you have to wait for Apple to approve you to, to be allowed to submit a book into the iBookstore. And that's all finally happened. I've got the book uploaded into the iBookstore. However, as of Saturday, February 14th at 2.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it has not yet shown up at the store. Uh, and They say it takes roughly 24 hours. You know, for most times it takes about 24 hours for it to be approved. And I did it last night, so it may be a little while longer. However, with Amazon, you know, I get the feeling that Amazon really doesn't care what's in your book. They're just like, oh, you want, you want a book here on Amazon? Yeah. Okay. Here you go. You could, you could tap a book of nothing but 500 pages of the letter a in different shapes and sizes. And they'd say, oh yeah, sure. Letter a great all for it. But anyway, um, it's, it's on the Kindle store and I'm waiting to find out if it's going to be in the iBook store and as of uh, the last time I checked, which was this morning, eight copies have already been sold. So I'm you know, not getting ready to quit my job yet. And based on what I know of the story, I don't plan on it,
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: but, um, but you know, something weird did kind of, ha- I, I know I'm kind of dominating the, the conversation here and I'm sorry, but I, I'm just so excited about all this. Um, After I, Uploaded it to Kindle, and I, I put out a, a tweet and some stuff on Facebook about the book now being available. Um, Alex, who is uh, a very British – what is it? A very British
1: um, – A very very British view.
2: Yes, yes. He sent me a tweet saying he'd already bought it. Yep. And, th- and then from there, he was like, you know, this would make a great podcast drama. And he volunteered a bunch of people w- without asking them. If uh, if, including me, yeah, and and (laughs) and, uh, Carl Madden from the Back and forth podcast. So now instead of writing the book that I want to write, which is The Old Man and the Lion, I'm having to adapt the book I wrote 15 years ago into uh, a, a suitable form for a podcast drama. And once that's done, and Carl has volunteered, he's kind of under the weather right now, but he has volunteered to uh, give me a hand with that because he's written, he's written some, you know, screenplays and, and things along those lines before. So he already knows the format that it needs to be in. And once it's completed, uh, I don't want to start recording until the entire thing is done. But then, you know, we'll, we'll get all the different people together that, that want to do various voices uh, for the Maltese Cube, we'll record it, I'll mix it down, and uh, we'll release it. And it'll be it'll be a free podcast. I mean, if if you don't want to buy the book, you don't have to. You can. Well, just- I'll tell you what. I was going to leave it until our audio
1: clip, all right? But let me see if I can get this to play now because I, t- I haven't bought it yet, but I'm going to go out and buy it, guy. Because I this is the first I'd heard about this book, and I um do you know i've forgotten his name i've completely forgotten his name he did the reviews brought us all together alex
2: yeah alex god dear what did his name leave, leave <laughs> my brain for some reason he did you've been a, actually, doing this podcast he, with me for too long that's what happened yeah
1: that's right i he did a review over at uh, the mac and forth and i'm gonna play it now for everyone who's listening so just listen to this
2: folks or maybe not i don't hear anything you're not hearing anything? No. Ah, uh, this, this, do you know? Uh, tell I'm you really, what, hey, re- hey uh, you have that as a separate file, right? Yeah, let me send it across to you. Yeah, yeah, just put it over in Dropbox, and when we take our first break, uh, I'll drop it in before the um, the first ad. Do you know, the Mac just works, except, <laughs> except tonight. When, except when it doesn't. i tell you what, what I'm, I'm going to just oh, show Now I'm getting... Yeah, I'm getting
1: get an echo. Yeah, bad echo. Okay, okay you're getting, getting
2: echo now. now. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, is it gone now?
2: It's gone now.
1: Okay, okay. So it it works occasionally, but not all the time. All right, let me. I'll put it over because it's a real shame that it's not working. That means my soundboard is now not working. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Soundboard that was working. When well, we'll I started. see. Started.
2: We'll see if we can get it fixed before we start the next segment.
1: Okay. Good. Anyway. All right. And and, and I've got to say to everybody, I'm going to be going out and buying it. And I think you should too, irrespective of whether we actually make this into a, uh, a audio book.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, And anyone, if if you do buy it, number one, thank you very much. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, After you have bought it, please do a review on Amazon or, or something along those lines. That would be, that would be a huge help. And you, of course, you can you can send me uh, send me email to all the various uh, email addresses that will be in later. You can tell I'm just really really excited about this. This is you know because I, I am I am a published author. I I had I was paid for uh, a tip that I had in uh, a book that Chris Sebold, uh, who also used to be with with this podcast a long time, was like tips and tricks for OS 10. I don't remember what it was. And I had this big, long section about kind of crafting iWeb pages so that they didn't look like iWeb pages. But that's neither here or there. Let's talk about you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, let's talk about me, because it's all about me, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Thunderbolt dog.
2: Oh, spin my yeah. ah, ah, you, you got it working. Alaska. Yay. Cool. Okay, so if,
1: if you can now hear it, I'm yes. going to play it. I'm going to play it,
0: okay? All right. But uh, I really enjoyed it. So it's, a, uh, it's called The Maltese Cube. It's $1.99 on Kindle. If you like Apple and you like Apple history, the story is fun. It's well written. It's a good book. But if you like Apple history, it's absolutely full of little Apple bits and pieces and characters and what he's done with them and and you'll recognize where they come from. And at the end of each chapter, for those that don't know their Apple history, at the end of it, each chapter, he's got chapter notes which basically explain who this person was in real life, why he's called that character that and why he's made them behave in that way because of, back in the day, a piece of hardware was called that and it behaved in such and such a way. So I don't know if you can amper for more size um, equipment and technology, but Freaking. if he could, he's done it. And it's really clever, really well written, and it deserves a, a lot bigger airing than he's um, getting. So I said I would give it a review, and it's an absolute honest review. If it wasn't very good, I would have lied and said it was okay. <laughs> I really enjoyed it, so I will tell you, definitely go and read it. It's good fun. I enjoyed it. One ninety nine. Maltese Cube, written by Golf Sky So It's on the Amazon bookstore, Kindle, and...
1: There you go.
0: Oh, that was great. Thank you, Alex.
1: Yeah, I, rocks. I had to put that in. I, he does rock. He does rock. So that's uh, that's why I wanted to play it. Certainly.
2: Yeah, I love the bit where he says, "If I, even if I hadn't liked it, I would have just said it was okay." That's because he's honest. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Right, well, tell you what, let's let's move away. we're, we're moving away from the book and we're going to uh, to talk about your Thunderbolt dock.
1: Well, my OWC Thunderbolt dock had arrived. Now, I haven't really had that much time to utilize it as I've kind of been away, um, and I have certainly used it to uh, uh, sync up to my second screen, and there was a slight change of color because I've got two screens. One was going through the Thunderbolt um, port on the Mac Mini, and the other was going through the HDMI port on the Mac Mini. And there was, if you had the same picture on both screens, there was a slight difference between the two, and I could never seem seemingly get them the same. But now, for some reason, even though the SD, uh, the Thunderbolt is going into the dock, and then that's feeding out to the HDMI, it now gives me a same the same type of picture on both screens. So obviously there is some something that was going on there between the um the cable that was fitting straight into the back of the mac mini and the thunderbolt port and the hdmi port which is then feeding now the thunderbolt port the back mini via the thunderbolt um dock from owc so i'm happy on that score now i've got uh, a couple of um usb3 portable drives which i've Put some backups too, and i've also put an iPhoto backup library too because i'll be using that at a later stage or will i <laughs> we'll find out about that a little bit later perhaps um and i've actually put a link in my show notes which i hope guy will be able to pick up and throw into the show notes where alistair jenks has actually done a review already because it was a bit of a race for all the thunderbolt uh, Docs from uh, to me and to him. I won that race, but he certainly won the race when it comes to uh, creating a review, and he's, he's got um, Mac Thoughts, and uh, I've put a link in the show notes to his very uh, good review on the OWC um, Thunderbolt 2 dock, which I totally agree with. However, I had some bad news this week. Oh, what with happened? Re- with reference to the dock, because I received the uh, import tax bill from FedEx, which I thought I'd got away with, but I haven't. Ooh. So, and it, and it hurts.
2: <laughs> well, then anyway. it was like, what, about $300? Yes. $300? Yes. It, it,
1: it was $300, including tax. Uh, sorry, including um, the ah. shipping. Yeah, what are you trying to do to me, man? Oh, what uh, inclu- happened? I don't know what he did, uh, including shipping and also including two Thunderbolt cables, which I purchased. So I got a spare Thunderbolt cable because obviously uh, the fact that I had two screens, my current Thunderbolt uh, Um, port was tied up with the second screen but now i have a spare thunderbolt port obviously coming out of the thunderbolt dock because it has an input and an output well it has just two thunderbolt ports let's put it that way Um, so yeah i'm I'm partially utilizing it not to its fullest extent but uh i think i will be utilizing it more and more so it's uh it's a sleek it's a little bit bigger than you perhaps think but these things have it has got one two three four five usb 3s it's got uh an audio in and out it's got an ethernet cable it's got a usb sorry a firewire 800 connection which i will be utilizing it's got the hdmi it's got two um thunderbolts it's got the power port so right well it
2: really it really only has one because you have to use one to connect it yes but yes so you
1: always want two at least two yes And that's the thing, you know, and that's the problem. A lot of people, they say, oh, yeah, it's got the Thunderbolt port. So (laughs) these other Thunderbolt ports that have only got one Thunderbolt connector, all you're doing is having a very snazzy USB come HDMI come Ethernet port a very expensive way to right. use a Thunderbolt connection. And that's why I was looking for two outputs. Some of them do have two, uh, but then they don't have the HDMI and all of the USBs and the other ports that you need. So, you know, there was always like a, a halfway house on them. And that's why I went for the, uh, the OWC because it had got... Um, US plenty of USB threes, uh, the HDMI and two um, Thunderbolt connections, and the Ethernet connection, and a FireWire connection, and the audio connections, and that's why I went for it.
2: Well, I know I know that uh, a lot of people have been talking about this. The, the mm-hmm. OWC Thunderbolt dock, and it's gotten quite a quite a few uh, uh, pretty good reviews. From-
1: and it it and, and to be fair though, hands up, it is a bit more expensive than some of those other docks. And I've got a feeling the competition might be coming out with some you know competition docks at the moment. But I'm I'm quite happy with the OWC product that I've got at the moment. But sorry, I interrupted you.
2: No, 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 big deal. I was just gonna say um, if if you want to check it out, and you know, obviously, um, otherworld computing. Is, is at least not currently a sponsor of the MyMac podcast. But well, I, I, I think I, both I, Gaz and I are, you know, big fans of, of what Otherworld computing does. And if you want to check out the Thunderbolt doc that Gaz is talking about, go on over to dot and you'll find it there.
1: And can I say to, to anybody who's listening
2: indirectly,
1: OWC does sponsor this particular podcast. However, we are not swayed by that indirect sponsorship and the, it's because the owner of this particular podcast actually is employed by that company. Yeah, good. That, thing nobody but, can
2: hear us when we say. Yeah. That.
1: <laughs> but that doesn't sway either guy and I in any way, shape, or form. Nor does the owner Tim <laughs> uh, try and put any undue influence on us uh, to say any good things about that particular company. But in this case, it's a cracking thunderbolt dog. Yeah,
2: and as a matter of fact, uh, Tim. No longer does reviews of uh, other world computing products at mymac dot com uh, just no because notes. it it would be a conflict of interest yeah yep. and, and tim is is very 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 careful about those kinds of things absolutely absolutely
1: yep. uh, um,
2: straight down the line is that Tim yeah should we uh, should we go over to the the mymac dot com recent articles from the no,
1: website no 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 let's move on to something else okay
2: The first article at MyMac.com. Oh, you went there anyway. I did. It, it's, a, it's, called, it's for a program called Here, and this is a Pardon? review by Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. Thank you, Bert. Here you. is a powerful, powerful audio equalizer for the Mac or PC. In his experience, it Sorry does – <laughs> don't worry about it. It does more to improve sound output. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make sure you change that after I've already said it. Excellent, excellent. (laughs) (laughs) It does more to improve sound output than any other audio product he's used. Here has been installed on his Macs since the early versions. Whether you have a set of small speakers or a mighty, mighty powered system with a subwoofer, the sonic improvements you can make are genuinely impressive, says Kurt.
1: <laughs> no, I added that. I end. saw that. <laughs> NES Bluetooth game controller. This is a review by my Mac. Timmy Tim. That's Tim. Uh, as anyone who grew up playing the Nintendo Entertainment System like or Tim. NES, uh, sorry, I like Tim. Could Tim. you stop interrupting me? Yeah, okay, I will. I have that's Tim. Very fond <laughs> memories of this game controller. Remember. This came out right after the Atari joystick. So the NES controller was radically different. Do you like the way I did that? Yeah, radically.
2: They're great. Radically
1: different. (laughs) There have been many companies offering NES-style controllers that work on modern computer gear for many years, but the NES 30 gets much of it right. Go over to the website and take a read from my Mac.
2: That'll be Tim. That's Tim, yeah. Uh, next up is the Slingbox M1. This is a review by Vicky uh, Stokes. Review.
0: It's Vicky Stokes.
2: Vicky Stokes.
0: Miss Stokes to Guy and Miss gas. Stokes.
2: Miss uh, Stokes says that Slingbox... I still like I still like sticky Vokes. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. Uh, Vicky says that the Slingbox is a TV <laughs> streaming media device. Oh, the memories, the memories. That you attach to your cable or satellite box, allowing you to control and view live TV and DVR content via the Sling Player app on your mobile phone, iPad, or Sling Player desktop on your computer. This is called, wait, quotes, place shifting, unquote. You can watch TV or recorded content on your DVR from anywhere in the world. Slingbox products offerings include the Slingbox 500, Sling TV, Slingbox 350, and her review unit, the Slingbox M1. Yeah, you got to put unquotes there after the end of it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you want to do the last one there? Or you got to wait until I get going with that. Yeah. Excellent Tech fan 197. <laughs> Boy, I got to fix Indu- this. Its unquotes one word, there we go. Oh fuck
1: <laughs> <goodness>. <laughs> Tech fan 197 Induction chicken. Tim David and Owen discuss the week of bad news, mm-hmm. most self-inflicted of Samsung. Nintendo drops the ball uh, again yeah. while Apple seems to be doing something very right with iOS. Product features this week include the Plug Dock from Fuse Chicken.
2: Wait, wait, Hamilton- wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. That's an actual name of a company? Fuse Chicken? I love that. Go ahead. Sorry. <sighs> <sighs> Product
1: features this week includes the Plug Dock from Fuse Chicken. Yes, that is a company, Fuse Chicken, and Guy loves that name. I do. And the, Ham- and the Hamilton Buell Indoc 3 induction speaker. <laughs>
0: I thought that said
1: <laughs> You stupid boy. Finally, David gives an update on his electric car, the Nissan Leaf, and Tim talks about Hank and Jed. Go over, download, take a listen.
2: <laughs> we, I do. I haven't listened to this yet, and I'm looking forward to it now. I've got to find out about this <laughs> plug doc from Fused Chicken. <laughs> Can I put my hand up?
1: Yeah. I, I have heard it, but I heard it last night and fell asleep. Ah, uh, It was late, so I've got to listen to it again.
2: Okay. Uh, if you, I, heard, I heard a lot of it, but not all of it. If you would like to write for mymac.com. And, or,
1: or create a podcast to help me get to sleep.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, w- would like to hear us uh, kind of change you know, various nouns and pronouns as we read whatever it was you just wrote. You can contact John Nemo, and his email address is nemo at mymac dot com minus all the giggling. There's no giggles in so nemo at mymac dot com. Yeah. Now uh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, <laughs> normally we have you know, we have taken the stuff that you guys put in uh, Facebook and G Plus and, and all the other places that that you give us feedback into the show notes, <sighs> but we didn't do it this week because I was lazy. So, um, we're just going to go re go over to, uh, our, my Mac podcast, G plus community page, and just read it right off of our, and the first one up is Alistair Jenks review of the OWC Thunderbolt two doc. And he's got a link there to, uh, to that review over at MacThoughts.net. Uh, Troy Miller. Sure. Uh
1: he he goes on about the con- Oh wait, continuity. no no no,
2: that's a people's pick. Backing up, backing up, backing yep. up. Go just um, above that.
1: Okay, probably something are you sure? I thought that, I thought the one above was the uh people's pick.
2: No, 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 it, Troy Mueller's Toggle. Toggle. Yeah, yeah that's the people's pick. Yeah, but oh, I wasn't you're talk-
0: talking about oh. you you're such a numbskull.
2: No, guy. see you've got you're probably seeing a different page on Google Plus than I am. You're talking about the discussion no, that he did? <laughs> okay, okay folks, listen to this. You've got you've
1: got a man and his <laughs> wife arguing on air here by the sound of it. <laughs> I'm talking about Troy Muller discussion Feb 9th, guy. Yeah, that's fine. Dear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's the one I was talking <laughs> okay, about. Okay,
2: I thought you were talking about uh, Take take the next exit. No, take
0: the next exit. <laughs> okay, Troy Muller was talking about <laughs> a continuity <laughs> activation tool,
1: and that guy and I have both completely lost it. You need to join <laughs> Google Plus and go over <laughs> <laughs> and take because <laughs> He's talking about dongles and all sorts. <laughs>
2: Be- because you cannot have enough dongles in your life. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, there's also something here. Something else from Alistair Jinx talking. Jenks. That's not very nice. J- Jinkies from Alistair Jenks saying that uh, he has a new one. He saw that someone followed him on Twitter and he wanted to retweet it, but they blocked him from retweeting it. So the only way he could do it would be if he actually stole it. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, There's oh, only God. one left, I swear. Yeah, Cl- Clive Hammett. Yeah. Dear.
1: He's actually done a Clarify <laughs> Screen Steps, Gaz's tip. Oh, he has. Is that fair to say that? Yeah. It's he's, he's, he's not really a Gaz's tip. It's a Clive Hammett tip. But basically, he's done a Clarify Screen Steps um, to help you go and click and open multiple Safari tabs uh, for items that you want to see on a regular basis. So join up with Google+. Plus. Join our, uh, put a request in to join our community and you'll see all of this stuff that we haven't got a clue what people are talking about. <laughs> Hit it. That's the end yeah. of
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this podcast is just getting so out of control.
1: <laughs> um, Appar- And apparently there's lots more bumpers for our never ending contest. Yeah. Actually, I've got a bit of an idea. Yeah, right. let's hear it. And I'm going to tell you live on air what I think my idea is. Okay. I might, well, for the European come asia pacific because
2: that's probably what i'm gonna have to cover yeah i just i, I just i i seem to just have Murka.
1: well yeah Murka. um i think i'm gonna uh, um offer a raspberry pi as a prize
2: you mm. see yeah. i can't do that because anything i try to ship out of the united states uh, they want to know basically uh who the grandmother was of of the third technician from the right that created it. well well, I just won't tell him it's food that I'm sending. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, God, get us out of here.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> everybody, uh, this first part of this particular show has been, most, has been most interesting. <laughs> I think since Guy, Guy has got Gaz back on the podcast, he's just realized exactly how well how much of a stupid person that gaz is oh no (laughs) no 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 So if you'd like to stand by to stand by (laughs) i think they might be right back in a little while after this break see you soon everybody see you soon bye bye
2: Private Eye, Mac in Tosh, and I'm here to tell you about a book written about me and my search for the Maltese Cube. Yes, it's a fine book. I think you should get it. Quiet, you. It combines technology, Mac trivia, action, murder, suspense. Oh, just tell them where to get it. I'll get to that. Romance. Film noir detective fiction. I can't stand it anymore. It's called the Maltese Cube, and it was written by my Mac writer and podcast Mr. Guy Searle. Find it on Amazon. It's only $2.99 and coming soon to the Apple's iBook store. Don't forget, it's the Maltese Cube and so inexpensive. You know you're not in it, right? i mean, the next one, right? Sure thing, Louis. You know, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. Get the Maltese Cube on Amazon and soon in the iBook store.
0: Show me something.
2: Point three million years of human evolution in the making. The G-Men on the MyMac Podcast. And welcome everyone to the second part of the the MyMac Podcast. Now, in this particular, now I'm I am not really a f- photographer. Uh, I have owned semi-professional camera gear like back when uh, I was you know doing quite a bit of traveling. But uh, these days, pretty much all the pictures I take, right there on my phone. But Gaz, on the other hand, is much more into photography than, uh, than I am. And he wants to talk about the new Photos app that's coming out with uh, 10.10.3 is that what it is, Gaz?
1: I believe so. Yeah, it's been released uh, as part of the 10.3 beta uh, to developers. So, I, have you uh, got yeah.
2: that yet? Or no, no, no,
1: no. I don't. I don't participate in those uh, um, uh, areas because it'd be a waste of time for me. Other than the fact that I'm actually now missing out on uh, actually having a review of the Photos app on my uh, on my machine. However, I've done lots and lots and lots of reading up and uh, listening to other podcasts talking about it.
2: Okay, well, uh, take over. Uh, what's, what's the deal here?
1: Okay, well, basically, as you can see in the show notes, I've written quite a bit. And I've said, uh, now we've heard a lot about photos, uh, is the replacement for photo, And initially, some people thought that it was a replacement for Aperture as well. But is it? Is it really... When Photos was announced, uh, seemingly many, many moons ago, uh, around the same time it was announced that Aperture was going to be going into retirement. Uh, I think this caused a lot of people to assume that the new Photos app would be the replacement for both iPhoto and Aperture. But I don't think Apple ever actually said that it would. Mind you, I mean, Apple rarely say anything. Help, um, but it seems that the demise of Aperture and the announcement of Photos was more coincidental, or maybe Apple's way of getting more headlines around and out there for the new Photos app. I, you know, I wouldn't put it past Apple. Um, <clears throat> anyway, let me say here and now: even though I've not used the new app, um, I was never under the impression that it would be a replacement for Aperture. And to be honest, from what I've seen it most certainly is not a replacement for Aperture. Looks like if you want a replacement for Aperture, it's Lightroom, or there is one other app that I've heard of, um, but neither of which I've used, Uh, so that's either Lightroom or Capture One. But Capture One is not a cheap app, and I've put a Capture One link in the show notes. You're talking uh, many hundreds of pounds and many hundreds of dollars for that particular app. However, if you remember... Aperture when it first came out was also very expensive.
2: Yeah, I think that um, was uh, 199, wasn't it? It was yeah yeah so it, you know if you're a professional US dollars of course yeah
1: yeah if you're uh, I think this is you know possibly 199 euros or something it's it's quite expensive but you know if you're a professional you're going to be prepared to pay that sort of money so Lightroom or this particular app now I've also pasted a link into the show notes uh, for several other aperture alternatives uh, but I'm not going to dwell on those because I wanted to concentrate on photos in this particular section. Now, <clears throat> Photos is definitely going to be the replacement uh, guy for iPhoto. Yeah, when it that was first announced Yeah, when, I first, when it was first announced, I said quite openly that I was excited and looking forward to its release. Um, and so far, none of the reviews that I've seen on the beta um, it's not ready yet for prime time, but none of those reviews on the beta have dulled my expectation. And if you uh, take lots of pictures on your iPhone, I think you you might find this quite useful as well. But uh, let me continue. All of the reviewers have said that it's much faster than iPhoto. Well, all I can say to that, hurrah, because it damn well needs to be. Um, uh, iPhoto for me, as you know, I do have many, many gigabytes of photos oh, sitting in yeah in iPhoto, several hundred gigabytes, in fact. Um, And that's probably not the best usage of iPhoto, but but in this day and age, you've got to expect that because people take photos hither and thither and they keep them all, and it is people's lives. So, you know, a a reasonable app has got to be able to expect that amount or that size of, um, of library in the future. Anyway, it looks like um, it's going to be faster than iPhoto, which is good. Um, The interface apparently is much more like iTunes or iTunes 12. And although a lot of people will go, what? You are kidding me. Um, I think what they've done is a good job about keeping things like the sidebar available. Um, It's not readily there, but it can easily be remedied and actually brought back. So I think although the interface... Um, steals from iTunes 12 it also steals from the um, iOS companion app so for the likes of yourself that you know are used to photos on your iOS devices going to photos uh, on your Mac may well be um, a lot familiar and help you uh, enjoy using photos on the app as well as photos on your phone Uh, so consistency there which is good and I think that's uh, that's not a bad thing Um, now being able to zoom into your collection uh, on your Mac um, with the Photos app is going to be a lot better than the current scrolling up and down through the photos, which is what you have to do at the moment. It is a bit of a pain at times. Now, I've got a lot of my photos fairly well organized, um, so it's not too bad for me. But there are times when I'm just sitting in the main body where all of the photos are and I'm scrolling up and down so being able to scroll uh, zoom in and zoom out to the years much like you can on the ios devices i think actually is probably a good move now <clears throat> you will have the ability to make adjustments as you do now in iPhoto um, but i think it seems that apple i think have gone quite clever by giving users uh, a certain amount of uh, granul- granulity, gran- granularity granularity yeah, that's the word. Granularity. Um, yeah, <laughs> that, that's the word. <laughs> um, I and mean, what I mean by this is that you can make adjustments uh, and enhancing a photo using sliders to find out the best option for you. But you can also re- reveal further sliders to make more refined adjustments behind the overall adjustment that you first made
2: yeah now, no actually also you know, can I say something real quick? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. you're yeah, in at any time you' you're, you're part of this team too you know uh, well, i I've heard that before <laughs> <laughs> um, from a lot of the reviews that I've seen, uh, you, know, you you talk about its it's not so much that that these other sliders are hidden um they have it seems like from what I'm reading, they have taken kind of of the 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 adjustments that most people make, and those are kind of front and center. And if you want to go even deeper than that, they make it real easy to say, oh, okay, you want to do more than, than just a uh, uh, white color balance. So we're going to – you click this little button here and you get three or four other adjustments that you can make to to kind of fine-tune it a little bit more. And yeah. in that way, I think it's it's brilliant because a lot of times with, with programs like this, uh, especially when you're talking about you know audio or video or photography – uh, people will put so many controls in, and Photoshop is a good example of this, that you look at at just the the, the width and space of, of all of these adjustments you can make, and it's really, really easy to get lost in the weeds. Whereas Apple is saying, you know what, okay, we're going to take the stuff that most people do, put that front and center, but if you want to go deeper than that, here you go, and here's the button that'll take you a little bit deeper than that. So it it's almost like... I hate using this term, but it's kind of apropos. It's almost like peeling an onion for these layers that they have built in. Do you know what I'm going to
1: say? What? Will you let me finish? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's very well said. I'm going to finish what I'd actually written here okay. because it kind of says the same thing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and what I've put is um, the the adjustments that you can make is actually um, a I think um, you choose the best option that you want but then you can reveal the further sliders to make more refined adjustments behind the overall adjustment you first made now what's also neat about that which you've kind of hinted to is that you can make an adjustment on the main slider and if you've revealed the sub sliders you can also see what is being adjusted and that could help you understand how each of that slider affects your image and then you could delve in and try and tweak it a little bit more now that's exactly the sort of thing that i've looked at For and I've always thought that the likes of Aperture and Lightroom gave me far too many options, and that I would either not use them, I just don't understand them.
2: Yeah, you said said that so much better than I did.
1: but i think actually it could give some people a great learning curve about what a slider does and one of the things that they've also been very clever by the looks of it because obviously again this is still beta we haven't actually got this out yet but they've taken they're looking at an image so if you take a picture of somebody in front of a window what most often happens is somebody looks at the photo and goes oh yeah the person's dark it's all light around so what they've done is they're going to be quite clever about some of the images that you adjust and it will um increase the exposure on the person in the foreground so that you can see them so the shadows are actually brought up but it will not at the same time increase the exposure of the background which then blows all of that background out and i think that's where you'll see a counterintuitive um um movement on those sliders, which perhaps you wouldn't have realized that you could do to improve that image. So whereas before you go, oh, that's a shame it didn't come out, delete, you'll adjust the slider and it will actually bring out the person in the foreground and make sure that the, the background doesn't get blown out. And you'll go, actually, that's, that's all right. I'll keep that photo from now on. So I it, think they're, they're being very clever there.
2: That's, that's kind of, I, you know, it, it almost sounds like they're uh, allowing you from within a photo To very, very quickly create a mask because you can do this in Photoshop, but you first have to highlight, you know, the the little section that you want to make the changes in without, you know, making changes to the rest of the image. And it's not easy to do. Yeah, well,
1: you can. When you talk about Photoshop, you can also do that sort of adjustment in uh, Aperture and Lightroom because you can pinpoint an area and make those adjustments. But what I think they're going to be doing by the sound of it is making those adjustments, you know, on the hoof for those everyday photos that most people take and don't realize that they're taking a picture of someone in front of a really light background and they, you know, they've not got the camera capability to be able to take the right sort of picture. But we'll see further on that i'm quite happy that they're giving you know those sliders in there which you can then delve into and make more adjustments so i think that that'll be really good so i'm really looking forward to that um now you're also going to be able to sync your library i hinted to you that you will perhaps enjoy using photos on the app on the mac now why will you do that well that's because you're going to be able to sync your library to the cloud and then you'll have those photos appear on all of your Apple devices. Note I said Apple devices there because right. I can't I can't leave out Apple TV, of course. Now, this does need a little clarifications because at this point in time, I don't know whether I can get all of those photos synced or I can choose within a particular library. Um, we'll have to wait and see on that. I'm assuming that thumbnails will appear on your iOS devices because if I've got a 300 plus in fact, it's closer to 400 gigabyte library. <laughs> that ain't gonna fit on my phone, guy. No, probably that not. Just ain't that just ain't gonna fit? So I'm gonna have to see exactly how they're gonna be handling that.
2: Yeah, you'll have um, to wait for the one terabyte iPhone eight Plus S.
1: <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> I'll also, I'm also going to have to uh, buy more storage space with iCloud um, up in the uh, you know up to uh, well 500 gigabytes, if not one terabyte, in the future, but. But that's all well and good in the cloud. So, you know, I assume that you are going to have thumbnails being downloaded to your phone so that you can see, and then you click on it and it will download it. But boy, does that mean you are going to have um, Wi-Fi or good three G, come four G everywhere?
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, now, the I, only I, problem the I... only problem with that is, if when you go and look at these at these photos that you have backed up in the cloud, and you see a little thumbnail of it. Uh, If depending on the size of that image, if you don't have a decent uh, either Wi-Fi or cellular connection, and a lot of times what Apple does is they say, yeah, look at all these great ways that you can access this if you have Wi-Fi. So, you know, we're not really sure at this point whether you'll be able to access all of those photos, uh, through a cellular connection or if it will be required. No, you I to think, have no,
1: I, I, no, 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 no. I, I can assure you if, if you can't access those photos, to three G, um, I think a lot of phones will get thrown out the window. Most definitely guy. You, you will be able to get to those photos by three G. Okay. But what I think it'll just be your own restriction on how much data you're downloading because, I'll come on to the next. There's a bit that I talk about. Well, let me talk about it now. Um, you can actually make adjustments on your phone, come iOS device, i.e., iPad, which will be replicated back up to the server and then back to your to your device, uh, your uh, your Mac, for example. And I think that will be that will be quite interesting. Now, the thing is, at the moment, raw photos. Um,
2: which are typically very
1: large which are typically very large what are they going to be downloading and that's a few of the questions i've got if they down if you've got a raw photo which you've got on your mac and you make the adjustment um are they keeping presumably they may well just be keeping the metadata and that means then that your ios devices are going to be able to handle that raw information and look at the Uh, the adjustments that are being made and send those adjustments back up and those raw adjustments then back down to your Mac. Because um, the thing is with a raw photo, I don't know whether people understand this, but you don't actually adjust the photo. What you do is you adjust, um, you make adjustments to the metadata, which adjusts the picture on your screen um the raw data if you go back to your raw uh, image it, unlike a jpeg which you may change and make a permanent change to uh, a raw data you can actually make a change to the metadata which um you know turns it from a color photo to a black and white photo well in fact yes to a black and white photo because if you've got a raw color image it will stay a raw color image it's the metadata which will change it so That'll be interesting because at the moment I don't think you you see raw on uh on iOS devices, although I might be wrong on that don't quote me on that
2: well that would anyway. th- th- if if you can't that would take that would require some kind of change in iOS as well to be able to well, view other you know non currently apple standard uh yeah well, that's what, that that's formats. why i've got to, you know
1: it may be a a format that they're actually using to to carry those adjustments through and, and carry it back so far what i'm hearing is that you can actually make those adjustments and it flows through quite nicely and i hope that those people who have been testing it have been testing both with jpeg and raw images which i think they have now um because we are running quite long i'll try and blast through this last couple of bits um the import the import process seems to have been okay for most people even with large libraries you can import uh, from iPhoto of course and Aperture but I'm not sure how many people will be importing from Aperture uh side note here possibly you might want to play if you've got an Aperture library so you might have some images in there that you just want to send a few images up so although I've said people probably won't want to import from Aperture you might have a few people that have got a few selections of photos that they want to uh, try out photos on the Mac and on their iOS devices. Now, I'm sure there will be horror stories appearing from people who haven't bothered to back up their yeah. libraries. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But if you have a large library and
2: you're moving to photos, back it up. Yep, okay. and make sure that after you have backed it up, and moved a uh, a photo library over into Photos. That you do not delete that backup from iPhoto or Aperture or whatever you know wherever you're getting all these photos until you're sure that every single one of them is available in Photos.
1: Yep, yep, and keep it there for a little while after that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I was hoping, or I am hoping, that the integration of other more powerful editing apps will be able to plug into the app. Uh, they normally call these extensions uh, in iOS, and I think they're probably going to call it uh, extensions on the Mac app as well. But at the moment, I've heard that that's possibly not looking like an option as the expectation is. But we are still beta, so we'll have to right. wait, uh, and, wait and, and see. this so- is
2: only the first version.
1: It is, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that that's not the case long term. That it, uh, we're not going to be able to get integration like that. Now, the printing of books um, options are still there with new book templates, which I'm quite chuffed about. I was a little bit concerned about that because I've, I've started to print books off now. I was creating one earlier today. Um, also, that I've heard that uh, you can now print out panoramas which is something that I'll definitely be trying out. Normally you get a panorama and you post it online or you post it onto Twitter or you, you have a look at it on your Mac and it's this long, thin strip and you have to zoom into it and then you can't see the whole photo. Unless, like, you've got two screens and you can spread it across both of them, of course. Um, uh, <laughs> um but apparently they're they're allowing those to be printed out in uh, in the format that you've got them so that will be quite interesting i'll definitely be definitely trying that one um now i'm sure that there's a ton of stuff that i've missed here uh, needless to say i'm still excited about photos for mac and i'm sure we'll be back with more about it when it becomes available and both guy and i probably me
2: is trying out. <laughs> well, I, I, I do all kinds of silly things and, and, you know, I, I may not even back up my photos. I'll just, I'll just jump right in with both feet and, and throw caution to the wind. And that would be an incredibly stupid thing to do. So I won't do that. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I think, uh, that's going to do it for this break or was there something else? No, that'll do. Okay. Everyone, please. Yeah. Stand by to stand by, he said in a really bad Humphrey Bogart like voice. And we'll be right
0: back. Hey,
2: guy, there's a new podcast out. Great, what's it about? Let's Talk Apple. Well, yeah, we will, we will. But uh, what's the podcast called? Let's Talk Apple. Uh, okay, if you want to. Uh Rainier, Silkin, Gold Rush, Pippin. What are you on about? I'm talking apple. Huh? That's what you wanted, wasn't it? Us talking about apples? Well, there we go again, tangentially as usual, moving off topic. Did you know Bart Bouchat's has a new podcast out? Yep. Let's talk apple. Oh,
0: jeez. No, the-
1: Excellence in mediocrity. The G Men on the MyMac.com podcast.
0: And welcome
1: to the final section. hurrah I hear you shout. <laughs> the MyMac podcast number 544, I think it is. Is it 544? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, five forty-four. I remembered. Funny, I always remember right at the end. Yes. And um, well, I've enjoyed it so far, Guy. I don't know about you, and I certainly don't know about the listeners.
2: Well,. <laughs> they're the ones listening to it, so they'll have to make up their minds. Do you know, what? Do you know
1: what I can see? I can see a few listeners now, and they're actually nodding their heads. Oh, perfect.
2: Hit it. Gaz's tips. tips. Mostly. Gaz's Tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. tips. It's time for Gaz's Tips. Yeah, thank God you have that in the front and back of this section.
0: Because
2: <laughs> I wouldn't have known. I thought I'd have to put it in there. Anyway, um...
1: There are times when you perhaps don't like clearing out all of your history in Safari. Um, Well, actually, you don't have to. If you click on history up there in the menu bar, uh, look at the bottom option, which is clear website history and data. Click on this option and you'll get four sub options, which are you can clear out the last hour. Today, today and yesterday, or all of your history. Choose which one and clear the history that you've chosen so you don't have to clear all of your history all of the time. Nod's head. Ooh. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. tips. That's the end of
2: Gaz's Tips. Is that the uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish Gaz's Tips? Thank you, Troy. I almost said Troy Mueller. Troy. Yeah, that's no, wrong. No, that, that wasn't Troy Mueller. Nick it was Hall. Nick Hall. Thank you, Nick. We really, really do appreciate it.
1: Um, no, we really do.
2: We do. That, that's, <laughs> that's like we live vicariously through the Gaz tip song. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's what we do. Now, my app pick this week is will be of absolutely no interest to anyone who is not a writer. Uh, it's iBooks Author, which is available for free from... The uh, I think it's in the uh, yeah it's in the Apple's um, uh, Mac App Store. Uh, the the nice thing about this particular program isn't just that it'll create uh, the proper files to to put your your book into uh, the iBook store. It'll also let you do things like create PDFs from them. You can also uh, create kind of oddly uh, an EPUB document. You can, you know, I mean, it. you can take various bits and pieces of your book, break it into chapters, do whatever you want to do with them, and make all the adjustments that you want to. And when you're done, it'll spit out a uh, pretty much a, a perfect type of uh, e-book. And you don't necessarily only have to use it for novels. You could use it for really anything that you want to break up and, and have little sections in that, that you want to give to somebody else. iBooks Author, free from Apple. Cool. Well, because I'm so excited about it,
1: I'm going to go for Apple's not-yet-released Photos app.
2: Oh, damn, 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 damn. I wasn't ready. (laughs) You wasn't ready? No, I was looking for – I've got this, like, crazy laugh. Uh, It's not this one. (laughs) It's like (laughs) – that makes me laugh myself. Uh, It was a – oh, where are you? I can't find it. It it was basically like a – Hey, uh, yeah, I know the one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I, I'm just so excited
1: about it, and I'm looking forward to using it. So that's why I'm going for it as a pick, which is a bit of a cheat. I know. Sorry, but I'm. I just keep finding reviews and reading the reviews and and, and watching the Verge's um, quick video uh, um, option on it as well because I'm always in iPhoto, so I am looking forward to this uh, this new version. <laughs>
2: we have have a people's pick this week that we alluded to in the first section of the show that I thought Gaz was going to talk about, but he didn't. He was talking about something else that Troy Mueller put in. It's called the Toggle toggle app, T-O-G-G-L. And Troy says it's probably something like three years ago. He was looking for something to help him log the time that he takes on clients' tasks something he could easily use to help populate timesheets that his clients always need him to fill out. And he found this. Uh, you can find it at uh, toggle.com and he's been using it ever since. So he likes toggle, toggle, toggle. Toggle. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I'm losing my mind. And it was such a short trip. Um <laughs> If you can yeah. uh, see now, I wish I could find that stupid laugh, but i <laughs> it, right after you say "end" at the end of this yeah. show, a big like, oh, yeah. there it is, damn, yeah. damn, damn, damn damn, um,
1: it's rather silly, isn't it,
2: yeah, I'm trying to think, but nothing happens the uh if if you would like Gaz, you are absolutely right, oh, I have that one. <laughs> I can't. Here it is, guys. You are absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like, please, 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 uh, do an iTunes review over there in iTunes for the My Mac podcast. You have no idea. Uh, not only does it like feed our egos, which is so important, it also really kind of helps us in in the the show rankings over there in iTunes. So please, please do an iTunes review. And if you do an iTunes review, I, I will give you something that will not only change your life, it is life-affirming. From the moment you get it until the day you die, you will say, you know what? I was never rich, but I had a woody. woo hoo And if you do an iTunes review, all you have to do is send me an email and let me know that you've done it. And I will send you a Woody and you would send me that email telling me that you did a review and God this is really going on a long time. Send that to Guy at mymac.com or you could probably let me know about it over there on Twitter and that would be MacPennett. And Gaz, how can how can either one of us, since we're the only ones that listen to this show, get a hold of you?
1: Well, Guy, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at gazatmymac.com. Now that's not gaz at, gaz at It's just gazatmymac.com. Okay? Did you get is that clear? Oh, as mud. <laughs> or over on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. <laughs> or both of us on the Twitters, Guy and Gaz, G U Y A D A E G A Z. <laughs> You can also send me an email, although I don't know why I mentioned this, but you can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com or we have a Skype.
2: Number. That's a lie.
1: Oh no, okay. actually it's not a lie. It's not a lie. Skype. May as well number be. plus one. Area code <laughs> smiley face seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. I'll give you one. that number again. <sighs> <laughs>
2: Right now what? he's thinking, Will you just shut up and let me say the stupid number guy? Area code <laughs> seven zero
1: three four three six nine
0: <laughs> zero one. Zero <laughs> one Why do I do this <gasps> damn <show? laughs>
2: Because it's it's just something that, that you have decided to punish yourself with.
0: <laughs> Anything can happen in the next half
2: hour. Or an hour and a half for this show. <laughs> um, thank you all for downloading the MyMac dot com podcast. We really, really do appreciate it. And remember, if you do buy the book,
0: You're both going quite mad. <laughs> yeah,
2: do, do please do a review uh, over there in Amazon. I would appreciate it, or just let me know what you thought of it. And and you know, guys, I think that we're good enough, <laughs> smart enough. <laughs> no freaking way. And <laughs> got it people like us. Rather silly, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Apple symbol of war, en leve, tous les jingles, <laughs> de la dernière, version de garaged band, et qui meet fate. Oh, I thought they said fart. Un petit <laughs> goshon, en collier. French or Frenzy
2: <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but I wrote it. Which makes it even worse. Um, <laughs> anyway, um I think I think that's it. So I uh, it, is there something else that we gotta say? Eh. Uh, Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. show that just would not would not end. It's finally (laughs) over. Hurrah! Oh, actually, you know, and I'm looking at... uh, The phone is ringing, yeah! Oh, wait, no. For some reason, I hear that, and I start thinking Beach Boys, but that's not the Beach Boys. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a whole different thing that I have a weirdness with. completely different. I know. Yeah! if everybody had a notion... Across the USA. USA
0: Then everybody be surfing, <laughs> surfing like In California, California. you see them wearing their baggies Karate <coughs> sandals to yeah. <coughs> A bushy, 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 blonde bushy
1: blonde hair I like a bushy, bushy
2: Yeah, I don't <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I lost my bushy, bushy, bushy a long time ago <laughs> USA you need Inside,
0: outside <laughs> USA <laughs> Inside, outside <laughs> USA. <laughs>
2: Inside Inside,
1: outside, USA.
0: Inside, outside,
2: USA. Inside, outside, USA. Surfing. Surfing, USA. (coughs) Oh, God. Ah, I'm wearing a hoodie, and it's like. (laughs) If everybody had a notion. I'm wearing this hoodie, and it's like a little tight around my neck. And as I was like jumping around and dancing when that song is playing, because yeah, that's what I do, it started getting like tighter and tighter around my neck. <laughs> so it was like, it's
0: time, yes, eh?
2: <laughs> that'll work. I have to change that up every week. You know that, right? Yeah, I do. I can't just go that'll work because then it gets boring. So this week I did it like I was a ghost.
1: But I am. Um- I've got special needs and I like consistency, so if you don't do it, excuse me.
2: <laughs> oh, you know what? And I was thinking, speaking of your special needs. <laughs> <laughs> Which we weren't. Yeah, well, well, hey, you brought it up. <laughs> I was listening to the last show that you and I did together, and I don't know why this ca- – I mean, you, you know how my mind works or doesn't work sometimes. Well. <laughs> and I thought about this. I've got an inkling. Okay. Well, then you're one step ahead of me. Um, I thought about this and it was like, yeah, that's right. That that's, that's kind of how it happens every week. And I, I realized as all of these different things were going through my head that nearly every single week, when we sign off on Skype, you have to say the last thing. Do I? Yeah, I just I just noticed that, and I started thinking back because I mean we've been doing this for a long time, and I started thinking back. It was like, yeah, it doesn't matter if he says bye, and then I say bye. You always have a little, yep, see ya, click, and then and then you, and then you hit the kill button in Skype just in case I might say something right after that. Well, let's change that this week. Oh, I, I, it, it doesn't. I mean, it was just weird how that came into my head. <laughs> I've never noticed that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And I have, I have see no idea. Bye. Why. Yeah. See. Bye, guy. It's been lovely talking to you. See you guys. Yeah. Bye.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <sighs> and it's probably it, why this is the Brit signing off. <laughs> <Beep>. <laughs> Oh, but wait! Oh, damn! Now I got to say something else. <laughs> oh, but
1: what? What do you want to say, guy?
2: No, that was it. I was just saying no, that. No, no, I'm just yeah, while yeah, you're I'm beeping, standing. I'm yeah. yeah, just yeah. Mm. 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 <sighs> <laughs> can we have an intro, please? Yes, yes. I'll start us off <laughs> because. <clears throat> <clears throat> I, I, can,
1: can I say? Can I just say every week before we actually start. You always do that.
2: You want, oh, yeah, well, just kind of you know, clear my clear my throat or clear my nose. Yeah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> and swallow. Ooh, <laughs> that was a sticky one. Oh, oh. yeah. Won't need dinner now. <laughs> God, I just grossed myself out. Yeah, don't put that. The <laughs> no, no, I won't. <laughs> or, or will I? <laughs> Worst Bogart voice ever <laughs> I'm
1: not saying a word
2: I was actually trying to do one for the commercial And I'm not really pleased with it I may go and, and redo it Bogart I used to be able to do a really good Bogart but I used to be able to do a really now good I Bogart just, Now I just sound like Jimmy Stewart <laughs> oh, yeah, that's acid. Jimmy Stewart. And yeah.
1: then,
2: oh, well, oh, well uh, I, you, lost, you lost the money. You lost the money. Where's the money? That isn't even really a good Jimmy Stewart.
1: I <laughs> you lost
2: your money. Now, see, that's a good Jimmy Stewart. You do a good Jimmy <sighs> Stewart. All right, let's anyway. jump Let's jump into the next bit. We will. <laughs> Why don't you uh, start us off? That took a long time. Yeah, wall must be a mess. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what. Yeah, so um, no, it
2: didn't take long though. It
1: only, it, only a, it only took a few. It
2: only took a few seconds. <laughs> oh my god, that was that was probably like one of the most bizarre and intense first sections of the my Mac podcast that you and I have done in a really long time. <laughs> Oh Things just spiraled so quickly Out of control Back to quality Yeah, yeah, I like it
0: You realize this means what?
1: Q, you know that I always bring a car back
2: <laughs> oh, See, now I gotta find that stupid laugh Where the hell is it? Is this it? Squirrel No, that's not it is this it? No, 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 no. That's not it. Where is that stupid is it? laugh? No, that's not it. I can't believe that I cannot find that laugh. I don't have all my loops. <laughs> oh, that would have been so apropos for this show. I forgot. Oh, my God. I forgot that the bells was talking about loops. So apparently not having loops is a common theme in my life. Yeah. I I I need to be more loopy. You need to be more loop de loop. Yeah. Boy, can you imagine me being any more loopy? Oh spin my nipple nuts (laughs) and send me to Alaska. I have a cunning plan. Guy and Gaz, the G Man, bringing you Apple news, views, tips and tricks without the distraction of the thought process. There's 35 seconds to go.
1: This is the one. Back it's up. coming back for Johnny Wilkinson. He drops for World Cup
2: glory. Yes! It's, it's over. Yes! He's done it. Johnny Wilkinson is England's hero. Just thought, I'd play that. That's it. I found it. <laughs> that one. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Awesome. <laughs> That's the one I was looking for earlier. And it's just cool. marked, haha. That's why I couldn't find it. Guess what this one's called? Awesome. Um, that's called Great. (laughs) Okay, what about this one? Isn't that fantastic? That would be, ooh, that's smarts. Don't even think about it. My new car? Better and better and better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know how to spell that. Oh, uh, I always spelled it bronk, B-R-O-N-K. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of what else to call it. That's fine. I think bronk is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody expects the Jetsons' doorbell. <laughs>
0: well,
2: I guess they did. <laughs> oh, happy music. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. Dancing 60s style, which is where you just stand in one place and shake your arms around. (laughs) Sorry. dancing 60s style, where you just pretty much stand in one place and then move your torso back and forth and kind of just move your arms and have a really stupid looking grin on your face and just (laughs) move your head back and forth. I I wish you could see this on Skype because it's the perfect, typical 60s dance. Hey! Ah! Hey! (sighs) Ho!
1: Anyway. I'll let I'll let you go enjoy the rest of your Saturday.
2: <laughs> All right, man. I will talk to you uh next week. Next week. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>